Hey, welcome to the Vaguely Anime Podcast. I am one of the hosts this evening, Michael, followed by the only other host here, Sage. That's me. And uh, we're going to talk about the MCU. Woohoo! So, uh, because why not? I have so many pressing thoughts, so you have to all know it now. Yeah. So <laughs> You're we're gonna... all subjected to the MCU now. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about the MCU in this episode, uh, and you're going to just have to deal with it. Uh, so, yeah. Have you seen... Um, uh, Black Panther yet? No. No? I intend to watch it soon. Mm. Okay. Why? Oh, God. I was, just, I was just curious if you had seen it and what, what your thoughts were. No, I haven't watched it yet. Um, I've been avoiding all trailers. Yeah, I was awesome. And all, like, internet things about it. Uh, it was, it was kind of funny because when me and, uh, Kieran were, go- were going, um, one of one of my other friends just she happened to also be going at the exact same time mm-hmm. had no idea like i was getting up to leave you were like hey i know you yeah and i was getting up to leave the theater and they they also stood up and i was like hello <laughs> um but yeah like it it was good it was oh god i'm scared now uh was I, it not as good as the first one i didn't i didn't like the first one all that much really i thought it was very bland I loved the soundtrack. I loved the aesthetic, like the cinematography and everything I was good. Really, but I thought the story was just kind of boring. I really liked the first one, minus the end fight. I yeah, I think the fight's also not great. I again hate that they killed the villain, but that's just a Marvel thing, and so I'm not gonna you know. No, because um, the reason why I like the first one is I like the direction. Now, I never read any Black Panther comic books, mm-hmm. um, so... I haven't either. The movie is the fair. only context I have, Right. but I really like what they do with Killmonger in this movie. I like that he's essentially right. Um, he's right, but does it in the wrong way. Right, um, because he's doing it from a place of like anger and hatred, essentially. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I think for me, I really like that he. It makes him a very compelling villain. Um, I, I at this as much as I don't want the villain to win, you can understand why they're doing what they're doing, which I think makes a movie much better opposed to just like a cardboard cutout of a villain. Right. You know what I mean? Who's just evil for the sake of being evil. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I really like the first one primarily because of Killmonger. I mean, obviously. The environments that they create are incredible. The soundtrack, the costumes, everything is really good. Minus the end fight, which is atrocious, but it's really not everyone good. and their it's really mom has good. already said that. Yeah. Um, and I really like uh, when he lets him see the sun, the sunset. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just think that's a really good character moment, and I feel like sometimes in Marvel movies we don't get that. Right. Where our hero can realize that the villain is also human. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes that's lost. I mean, obviously not in our, every Marvel movie is the villain human, but... Yeah, I needed to, like, refresh myself on what I thought about the movie. I was trying to pull up my review. Oh, no problem. Um, And, yeah, like, just reading it again, it's like, oh, yeah, that's that's what it is. It's just, it never makes me care. That's like, fair. I get the message. I understand the moral, but nothing about it makes me really care about that. And like it should because they are important morals and like they're the the their points are are important 
Right. But it never makes me like care about it. Right. Um, You're neither here nor there with that. Yeah. And I feel like the second one kind of does the same thing. Gotcha. It's slightly better, but I think there is never a moment in the movie that I root for the main character. Gotcha. Like, and that's, that. like, I, I would explain myself, but I don't want to, I don't want to no, spoil it for you. Wait, can I, can I just ask you this? Yeah. So, so do you watch Love and Thunder? Yes. Is it the same feeling as watching Love and Thunder? Did you like or not like Love and Thunder? I was mid the whole way through. It's funny that my first time watching Love and Thunder, I was like, this is fun. Like, I was like, it's boring, but it's like, not boring. It, it It's, it's nothing new, but it's fun. Yeah. I, I think Love and Thunder is that, but the more I think about Love and Thunder, the more I'm like, you know, I am kind of sick of this Thor. Well, I wish well, he had some more seriousness to him than just... Well, here's the thing. Thor Ragnarok was good. It was. Because it was a departure from Dark World and OG Thor, right. you know, first movie Thor, right? Because it was development right he was going somewhere yeah you know what i mean and then i think with thor love and thunder i would have loved to see him change a little bit especially because we do kind of like see glimpses of him with the guardians i would have loved to him to be a little less quippy a little more i think the best version of thor we have gotten was infinity war thor I agree. Because it is a good combo of him being a serious person with still making jokes. Yes, I Well, that's my whole thing about MCU right now is I want them to go back to phase two where they had a really good balance. Or was it phase three? We're in four now. Four just ended. Okay. So I want them to go back to phase three where they had a really good balance of quips and seriousness and... Um, through line with their stories yeah i think i do think because people are 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 shitting on phase four a bit um i think phase four is the weakest but i don't think it's bad phase four is the weakest but it's also the experimental phase it's also the one that they have to set up everything again and they can't use the characters they did originally now they have to set up characters that people don't know which and the thing is and I think they're doing a fairly I okay think, job at that. I think Phase 4, in part, is getting shit on because in Phases 1, 2, and 3, for at least our like main characters, we didn't really have... We just had them in movies. You right. know, We saw them every you know two or three years or whatever, right? I do think that Marvel should is oversaturating themselves. They, they are they're putting out too much in the same in a small time span. They are absolutely oversaturating, but I also think they are in this very experimental phase. Whereas um, pre Phase Four, whatever TV shows that they had were cable television shows. Yeah, the ones that like yeah, it was either it was Agents either the Netflix Shield, ones or Agents of Shield. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like. And those shows, you didn't really need to watch them, if that makes sense. No, they are running into an issue about the fact that, like... The shows... Okay, if you don't watch She-Hulk, you are literally... Unless they do, like, a quick recap of her, you know what I mean? You're going to be lost in the sauce. 
Same with WandaVision. I think if you didn't watch WandaVision, you went into I've had Multiverse that, of Madness. Yeah, I have had people that went into Multiverse of Madness without watching WandaVision. They were like, it was all right. And I was like, I, but they I, were like, I don't understand the, the flip. And you're like. I personally, I personally do not. I think the difference between phases one and three and then phase four is in one and three or one through three. There was no real need to watch any previous movies. You right. could just watch Avengers, Age of Ultron, Infinity War, and Endgame. Just those four, and you would get it. Yeah, I think it would it would be a lesser experience, but I yes. Yes, I don't think it would be as fulfilling, obviously. Right. But if you just watch those and nothing else, you would understand what's going on. You would get who is who. You could probably throw in Civil War. And Civil War, sure. Um, but you would get the general gist. You would understand character motivations. But not watching WandaVision and going into Multiverse of Madness, yeah. you'll be like, lady, get the fuck over it. Yeah. I, you know I what do, I mean? I do think even with WandaVision, though, that, that Multiverse of Madness still goes... It still feels like a very quick heel turn. I think the problem with Multiverse of Madness is they're trying to take on too much at, too much at once. I think it's still a good movie. I just... I feel like they should have maybe leaned into the corruption of the Darkhold more or something. I don't know. It just I, it felt like she went way fast, too fast. I, I also think it's a good movie, but it either needed to be longer or you needed to cut some, some stuff out. Yeah. For things to work I think totally. For me, I just think there needed to be a little more explanation for why she was there. Like, I really like the idea of kind of essentially like evil Wanda. Um, I like that idea. I liked where they were going with it. I agree about the quick turn. Except like... Because... There's obvious reason why it happens. Right. But it's just not I just, tangible like, enough. I think that it, it needed a little more explanation. And and I mean, this is like a nitpicking a plot thing. It's the same with Spider-Man where it's like, if Doctor Strange just explained anything, No right. Way Home wouldn't have happened. Right. And you're like... That is true, but of course the movie has to happen, so like... Right. But like, yeah, they could have probably wrote it a little tighter, so it's a little less of a thing. But movie's got a movie. Doctor Strange was too arrogant, and Peter didn't understand anything. Right. There, there you go. Um, where with Multiverse of Madness, it's like Wanda knows about the multiverse and everything, and she knows it, but it was like, it's never addressed that like... Is the, if there's a multiverse, there's not one that doesn't have your kids in it that you're not around, or like you just died or something, and you could just go to that universe and replace them. Right. Like, what? <laughs> I think. I think. I think the the problem truly with multiverse of madness is one. In my opinion, that movie went at a fucking lightning pace. It did move pretty quick. Oh my gosh! Out. I think that's also in part of the problem with Phase 4 is everything is at a lightning pace. Even the TV shows. I was watching um, Moon Knight and I was like, oh, cool. He's discovering that he has another uh, personality or identity, right? Yeah. And oh, he realizes he has powers, but this version of him, you know, he's got like the sleek suit, which one of my favorite designs of Moon Knight. Mm -hmm. I love the way that looks. Um Right? And then it's just suddenly like Egyptian gods boss battle. And I'm like, I, what the fuck? That is that is one of my biggest problems with the MCU right now is that they can't have small stories. 
I, I, they have, they have two TV shows that have low stakes. And I just, I think three. I, I guess because I'm no, biased two. towards Moon Knight, and I really like the idea of the character and where that you can go with him. Um, I wish they kept it more small. Moon Knight, Moon Knight should. Moon Knight isn't always a ground level hero. I understand. Right. But when you're introducing a character, can, every the threats should be you should start, start at small. street level. And like because in Iron Man 1, it wasn't Iron Man saves the earth, you know yeah, what I mean? It was just stopping a dude trying to make Stay, profit off of the other suit. S- s- like stop Obadiah evil Stane. robot Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Like that was it. You know what I mean? I mean, Captain America a little bit different, but you understand. Yeah. Thor, you understand, right? But with Moon Knight, I feel like that character doesn't particularly need to have this, like... Dude should have just been fighting vampires on the street. Hell yeah. It like, would have been great. Uh, like, Moon Knight, I, I, I enjoy... And I, I really I still, like Oscar Isaac yeah, as like, Moon Knight. Yeah, I enjoy Moon Knight. Like, it's still up there in my TV show. I'm literally looking at my rankings right now. Right. Um, it's in it's in my top fifteen of MCU move like ev- all MCU MCU content. Yeah, but it's just also. By the way, I saw a bunch of people like shitting on She Hulk. I actually think it was really good. I didn't think She Hulk was bad. My only true qualm about She Hulk is um, they accurately predicted all of the nerds being pissed about it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Which was so funny. Um, my only real qualm about She Hulk actually is um. When she's in her Hulk form, yeah, is the face is just a little. It's, it's the problem that Marvel doesn't give enough time for. Yeah, it's, it's all it and is. And I know this is like the smallest nitpick, and it really doesn't matter. Well, I I would argue it's not small because it is a big portion of the show. But the face is just so weird to me. Yeah, that it's actually off-putting and i'm like i get it i understand but at the same time this is so it's too small for the size of the head you know yeah, what i mean she like hulk that's like because because hulk looks great in the show but it's also because they've had so a they've had movie budget yeah for, for the hulk and they've been progressing that model over the 10 yeah. years this has been yeah. going on with she hulk a, it's a TV. I mean, it's it's Disney, so they can throw a bunch of money at it. Right. But that's not the point. They're throwing a bunch of money at it, but not enough time. Yeah. And Marvel has a very big problem with not giving enough time to to, to VFX artists. Um, I also think, and and is it just me or is as? But I think it's a good show. As we move along, does it not feel like the time is getting shorter and shorter? It is. There, there. The problem with Marvel is that if marvel wanted to stop and literally wait three years to put out phase five i would be okay with it yeah the problem is that they need to set up so much stuff that they are they have to cram it in but like they feel like they have to cram it in otherwise it's going to take them 10 years to get wait can i ask you a question i'm sorry to cut you off again iron man came out in 2008 yes avengers 2004 i mean so sorry 2012 yes Okay, so they have four years to set up phase one, mm-hmm. right? How long has phase four been going on? Because it hasn't been four years. After Endgame. But when, what was the or, first? Sorry, after uh, after Far From Home. Um, Was that four years, though? Oh, look, hold on. Far I feel like it was less. MCU release. Unless order. I'm just so, like, detached from the MCU at this point because it's just 
kind of overwhelming to be super enthralled in it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't watch any of the Spider-Man movies. None of them? None. Okay. Ma- because when they first started coming out, I was so... Um, so Far From Home was 2019. Okay. Um, and then... So we just ended phase four in 2022. Yeah. So um, three years. Yeah, 2019. And then the first movie was Black Widow in 2021. Oh, so the first... The first movie. There was TV shows. Right, right. But I'm saying how long... What was the first phase four, Far From Home? No, the, Far From Home is the end of Phase Three. It's the okay. Ep- so epilogue, what's the start of Phase Four? That's what I'm asking. Um, because it's not Wandavision. It would have to be before that. Would it be? Um, can't be another TV show. Um, fucking. And it can't be Hawkeye. That was after that as well. All right, so Endgame, Far From Home, so July 2019. Okay, that's Far um, From Home. WandaVision comes out January 2021. So that's the beginning of Phase 4. Uh-huh. So did so you say January? July of 19 and then 2021, Jan- January 2021. Okay, so January of 21 is WandaVision. And we just wrapped up Phase 4, right? Yeah. So they gave themselves two years Half the time that they gave themselves between first Iron Man and Avengers. There were 16 different releases from Marvel in the... In two in, years. In 20, yeah, to 2021 to now. That's insane. I don't know why they feel, this, they feel the need to... Um, because it would take forever if they didn't. They have forever. Right. The I, money they is do. not going anywhere. They, you're right. But I like also I agree, but I also see why they're doing it. No, I understand the reason to push, but at the same time, like, I feel like enough people have been like one, saying that they have obvious MCU fatigue, so they're dropping out of the MCU for a while. And two, people complaining about the quality of MCU right now because they're rushing things. I think that I feel like shows, that's a large enough number. I think a lot of their shows, A, they had the problem of none of them being grounded. Hell, Miss Marvel wasn't even grounded. Right. They also changed their powers for no fucking reason. Um, and they're not good. The change that they made to those powers are not good. Right. I agree. Um, and I think the change they made is strange. It is. Yeah. It's It, it makes... It, it's not... I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's literally the exact opposite of the original purpose of her powers, which is that they were supposed to be gross and weird, stretchy powers. Right. Because it's supposed to be a story about a girl, a coming of age story about a girl being comfortable with her body. And then all of a sudden she gets weird, gross, stretchy powers. Right. So it's supposed to be even more symbolic of accepting who you are. It's supposed to be the most extreme version of that story. And she hates her powers and hates that she has them. And then, in the fucking show, the minute she gets her power, she's like, this is the coolest shit on the planet. Yeah. And you're like, this misses the whole purpose. Yeah. And they also just don't look as good, if I'm honest. I mean, like, stretchy powers would have looked weird, but th- that's fine. They should. They should look weird. They should. And, but you know what's interesting is I think in- They did it because they didn't want to worry about fucking Mr. Fantastic, I'm sure. I was, you know what? I, I was just going to say that. I feel like the, like, early 2000s Fantastic Four movies- 
look better with with um, Reed Richards and his stretchy powers than they do in this 2022 yeah. TV show, which yeah. is kind of embarrassing because Fantastic Four does not look that good. Yeah, but I will say, like, like Hawkeye, I love. Right, I didn't I, watch I, it. I, I think Hawkeye is my is it what I don't think. Hawkeye is my favorite Marvel TV show. Right. Um, I know people don't agree with that, but I think it's great because it's grounded, and I love the characters in it, and I just think it's fun. Right. Um, it still didn't really give much character to Clint Barton, but, like, it gave him enough that I'm okay with it. And right. also, it introduced us to Haley Steinfeld's Kate Bishop, and, like, right. I love her. So, um, and then... I, I, I think Haley Steinfeld was a good choice for that role. She's great. I love Haley Steinfeld. Um, I think that the MCU needs to go back to kind of what they were doing before and they still do it, but like, really it's like with like three directors, they need to go back to being like, just giving directors, random directors, outlines, you know, like just because if you got, if you're going to saturate the market like this, they have to be different. Yeah. Like. You, you, I think if you make everything the same, it becomes very by the books very quick. Where at least if you have a bunch of different people creating different aspects of it, you can have very differently aesthetic worlds that all kind of come together. Yeah. Um, I feel like like there there's the whole purpose to everything, and I I think that some of the shows are like fine. Yeah. Um, but it feels like all the shows have the same problem. I don't think the shows are inherently bad. I just think they are really boxing themselves in into fitting into this, like, Marvel. um, They are making everything needs to be giant. Not only that, but they're fitting them. They're pigeonholing themselves into a formula. Yeah. Where I think especially with the shows, they can they have a lot more room to do a lot more creative storytelling and they're just not allowing themselves to do it. I think if WandaVision didn't have, you know, a witch battle at the end, but just had Wanda realizing what she's doing is wrong without the witch battle, would have been just as good, yeah. if not better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And same with with Miss Marvel. I don't think Miss Marvel needed to have you know, the climactic ending that it did. Where the universe was going to collapse. You know what I mean? Like, I I think it, if they had left it with her still accepting her, like, hero status, it would have been fine. You don't need to pigeon your whole yourself into this kind of formula because, honestly, the movies do that enough. Yeah, Moon Knight. The universe is also going to fall it, apart. Exactly. They do the same thing with Moon Knight. Where I don't think... Sorry, the whole... Half the planet's going to be Right, whatever it is. But I think with Moon Knight, if you had left it as a more character-driven story, that would have been totally fine. Especially because I think with a character like Moon Knight... He should just be punching zom- zombies and vampires and werewolves. He, with a character like Moon Knight, who's so layered and complex to begin with... Why would you not think that as your clear, evident reason to go with that or like that kind of storyline? Right. You know what I mean? Of him coming to grips with his own, you know, dissociative identity disorder and being like, okay, 
Um, why you need to, like you were saying, make everything so big. It's just unnecessary. And I think I'm hoping in phase five, I'm hoping one phase five does not come for a while, but I'm also hoping in phase five the next movies and like next March. year, Jesus yeah. Christ, February. I, I, I want them to go. I think a part of why people love phase one through three is because we get to learn who these characters are in a more organic way. Whereas in phase four, I think a lot of it is kind of shoved down your throat very quick and it's less appreciated because Tony Stark and Iron Man one, right? February is the next disgusting, but Tony Stark and Iron Man one, he's this millionaire play billionaire playboy. Right. And it ends the movie with him saying, I'm Iron Man. Right. But then in Iron Man two, he's still kind of being a piece of shit. Yeah. Like just because he's also dying, but yeah, right. But you know what I mean? Like just because the world knows he's Iron Man, he's not out here being like, I'm the defender of the planet now kind of thing. Yeah. And then in Iron Man three, where he's having like severe PTSD and like working through his trauma, you know, all those things. And then you see him in Avengers civil war, age of Ultron, infinity war. And then even, and then through Endgame. The reason why his death and endgame is so impactful is because we've seen him build up to the person he is now. Right. In terms of what when we see him in endgame, how much he appreciates life. Right. How much he cherishes his daughter because of what he's been through in the past and his own surrogate children prior to that, right? Right. So even his relationship with spider-man right you see that happen over time whereas i feel like with the shows there's they feel like they have no time which is insane because they have mcu is going nowhere yeah they have movie times not even movie time i think people are so invested in the mcu that if they decided to to make multiple season shows for one character and let things progress organically, they would, one, be making even more money than they're making now, but... Which, thankfully, they're doing with, with um, fucking Daredevil. Because right. they're like, oh, they're giving him 18 episodes and right. whatnot, and you're like, but, thank Christ. But you know what I mean? Like, I hope that does I think it, I, hope it, I think it's evident that giving these characters the time that they need to become beloved pop culture icons like Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man obviously is effective right it it's because i think i think we're getting to the end of phase six in 2025 which feels too soon so instead of the 10 years it took to reach the end game yeah or 11 years it's going to take four which i which to me is crazy how can you spend do 11 both. years on phases one through three to do it in essentially half the time for the next three phases doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I, I, because by the time we get to the end of phase six, trust me when I say people will say that was good, but I did not leave feeling like that ending. had impact. Yeah. Because um, I, I think what's going to happen, right, is the... The 
MCU has an inherent problem, which is it's not comics, which means people age. Right. And all of their actors are going to age out of roles at some point. Right. And so now it feels like they want to do the stories that they want to tell with like, you know, um, with, um, with, you know, like Ed Falcon taking over as, as, as right. Captain America. Right. Um, Sam Wilson. I was spacing on his name. I was name. like, cool. Yeah. I was just spacing on his name. I wanted to keep saying Anthony Mackie, but I was like, that's the actual actor's name. I would have gotten yeah. it. Um, and, you know, he obviously he is Captain America in the comics, too. And it's great. He's incredible Captain America. He should be. Um, but, like, I feel like they're, like, we're going to, like, we're going to run, run out, out of, of that. Time. So it feels like they are in a rush to set things up to where they can pass every mantle on. But I feel like if, if you can Which is give, why they're setting up Young Avengers and stuff. I think if you can give Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, and Chris Hemsworth 11 years... When they were already starting their roles, you know, in their forty, in their thirties, um, right? Why, why would you not do the same with your cast? That's again starting in their thirties. And most people are probably going to be dead to stick around. You know what I mean? Like, what a buddy they're making. It's not like even with Tom Holland, like you started with him in his twenties. You have easily another ten years with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, except unless the unless the Spider Man Three is his last movie. But you you yeah. understand what I mean? Like it's not like you need to rush mm-hmm. because ultimately you can make it work, right? And the thing of giving your stories time, it can make sense for the characters to age, yeah, to like, progress. I think out of recent, um, recent Marvel stuff to come out. Werewolf by Night might be one of their strongest. I agree. And it's because it's just so different. It's They're, so the creative. The stakes are very minimal. It is a very self-contained story. It is very different. And it is very interesting. And I think Werewolf by Midnight is just... By Night. Sorry. Um, is so creative in like the visuals and how they chose to like go about filming it. It looks like an old horror movie. It's it's great, you know, and it has that kind of like old horror movie vibe and just like you were saying, very low stakes. But if they keep going in that route, that would be great. But I don't think they're doing that based right. off of everything we've seen in phase four outside of that, because I think they put that out as like, you know, a Halloween special type deal. But I don't know if they would consider taking that kind of storytelling into a main property. Right. No, I, again, it's like, it's that point of, it feels like they should, um, they should give more directors like the random movies. Absolutely. But it does come into that point of like, then how do you combine all of those like different director styles into one movie. Um, it's like the argument about Edgar Wright when he was originally going to be doing Ant Man. Right? How would you? How the hell would you like incorporate an Edgar Wright Ant Man into like, right. a regular movie? Right? Because he's just so stylistic. Yeah, and he makes choices that are 
really out there but have i think great payoff uh, yeah like god i wish we still got that movie but it would have been so much more hard, like no really. i think i think i think especially because that would have been what phase two um no because uh um Ape- ant-man was phase three the first ant-man was phase three yeah because because he doesn't mm, I, I feel like it's phase two but you might be right about phase three um I feel like th- that would be a thing where if we got the Edgar Wright one, maybe they wouldn't even, like, bother. You know what I mean? Right. Leave it standalone. Um, oh, you're right. The Ant-Man was the end of Phase 2. Okay. It was okay. the last movie in Phase okay. 2. I was like, I really feel like it was Phase 2. Um, I also, like, high-key love Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think Ant-Man and the Wasp is one of the... is like. By far one of the funniest MCU movies, and I think is the most is one of the most entertaining. Yeah, um, which I apparently am the minority on, but I I love that movie. I feel like the my I don't even know what I would consider the best MCU movie other than like oh I know my top three easy Infinity War and Endgame, but like I feel like that doesn't even count. Yeah, uh, uh, number one is Winter Soldier. Number two is the first Iron Man. Number three is No Way Home, and then it's um, it's Endgame or Infinity War. I feel like, and then it's both Guardians of the Galaxies. I think for me, it's Infinity War is actually my favorite, followed by Endgame, which sounds weird to say it like that. No, most people say Infinity War is their favorite. I just think Infinity War is so tightly written, and it's the it. Even though Endgame is like the hero's victory, um, Infinity War is just such a great culmination of all the characters. Yeah, Infinity War can be its own movie. Yeah. Endgame, even though they tried to make it its own movie, and it, and it is, it, it still stands on still, Infinity War. You still need the context, So if that makes it, sense. Yeah, so it always makes Endgame just under Infinity War, I feel like. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like first Iron Man for sure. I loved. I also really liked. I think I'm one of the like three people that liked Iron Man two. I think um, Iron Man two is fine. I also think Iron Man three gets way too much shit. Um, I love all three of the Iron Man movies personally, especially three. I feel like people just didn't get the point of three. They wanted it to be like a cool action thing, and it wasn't. It was. It wasn't that. It was supposed to be introspective, right? But I think that's where I think if we had just a cool action thing with Tony at that point, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, like He's, we, he is just a dude. He, in yeah, a suit like of armor. he's literally just a guy. A guy in some metal, and and I think that's what makes him one of the most interesting MCU characters we've had. Yeah, because he's just. A regular ass guy who's just like, oh, all right, let me just sit down and 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 think about you know <laughs> the yeah. consequences of my actions. I think I think that people also hated it because of the Mandarin twist, which I fair right. Like it, it was a really dumb twist. Um, I like I don't know. It, I feel like there are some issues with there, and it, and then going to the Mandarin, I also think Shang Chi is another one of those movies that also should not have been to the scale that they made it. I also should have been way more street level and they only they they only gave the 10 rings to be what they are 
because they I, I feel like they were like he needs to be able to be on the same level as like Captain Marvel so we need to make him get some mystical bands and it's like okay he's just he, a dude that punches well here's my thing about the, the about Shang-Chi is the opening of the movie love it it's incredible like I am here for your mystical like Tai Chi like martial arts that you got going on and then the, the whole train I mean bus sequence right and then great. we have him kicking ass in his own way that's a little more like street style but still martial arts but got like a little bit of edge to it mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. right if it was just a movie about him learning traditional martial arts I would have been fucking down for it you know what I mean because I feel like these days we don't really get those kind of movies no because I, I think a lot of people are just having war flashbacks to like really cheesy 80 martial mo- arts yeah. movies. Um, but I think if you you could have left the mystical element, but if you were going down the road of deeply enriching it into like Asian heritage and cultures, then go deeper. Right. You know what I mean? Don't just stop at surface level really bite into it there's a lot to go off of and i think you could have added a lot of mysticism and there's a lot of like folklore and um you know superstitious beliefs but cgi fight (sighs) i don't need that with the guy that's just supposed to be a really good punch guy yeah actually the best punch guy so shang chi is supposed to be the best punch man um like i think but mystical stuff I don't mind the mystical stuff, but you could have made the mystical stuff a little we, bit smaller. You could have mystical stuff, but don't have it as a giant CGI fight. Have him be fighting a mystical person. Yeah. Like, it's just... And and I think the worst part is we got aspects th- of that version of that movie. Yeah. I also think those rings are the worst. Yeah. I think that the, the ten rings are really dumb. And I really don't like that they gave it to a dude who is literally just supposed to punch things incredibly. I, I He's think... just supposed to be the best puncher. And and yet he still goes on to galactic battles because he is the best puncher. Okay. That is what his thing is. Okay, imagine. So giving him the ten rings is like if you gave Hawkeye like infinity vision, essentially. Right. You know what I mean? Like guy who shoots stuff real good. Yeah. It's just like that's the same level of what they're doing, because and it's Shang Chi should be Hawkeye. Essentially, like, Shang Chi is just the best puncher. Yeah, and that's why he's there. Just like Hawkeye, and he's is also the best archer. Just a guy. Yeah, like, like Hawkeye is just the greatest archer of all time. I, I need which is to, why he's there. I need us to go back to just a guy for like three minutes in the MCU. Yeah, but 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 Shang-Chi can't be just a guy. I know. It's awful. He's got to be he's got to be mystic, mystical guy. mystical guy with th- these Ma- rings like, that are the most very powerful unexplained ever. magical powers. It's just I I hate th- I hate it. I I, th- I also in Sun- in um Shang-Chi, I thought it was really funny that his like quirky friend Aquafina, I don't remember her character's name. Uh just randomly became really good at archery. Yeah, you know, I also don't really like that character. In like the blink of an eye, and I was like, I can't tell if I don't like that character or I don't like that actress. I feel like I've seen her in a few things, and I haven't really liked her in a lot of them. I, I am like very up and down with her in that. I think sometimes her delivery is just a little too much for my taste. 
she I think leans too much into the like quirky like random XD kind of humor which I personally do not enjoy right but there has been things that I saw her in that I really liked where it's kind of dialed back like she was in Ocean's 8 I forgot about that yeah I also um, forgot about Ocean's 8 but yeah she was in Ocean's 8 and she was still kind of like the quirky character but it was really 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 toned down and I thought her delivery was really good like she was obviously like the comedic relief of the movie but it was done in a way where it wasn't like punch you in the face comedic relief kind of thing like how James Corden is who I absolutely despise I hate hate James Corden <laughs> he's awful in literally everything he plays the same character which is just himself in everything he's in and it just makes everything worse I despise that man awful I despise him a lot 0 out of 10 do it, not recommend yeah um I I think Hawkeye is the best TV show they put out I think it, it stays perfectly grounded. I think that it is a very good character story. It doesn't take itself overly seriously. And like I think it's it's probably the the best thing in my opinion that M- the MCU has put out since um I guess well Spider-Man No Way Home came out recently. So Minus Spider-Man No Way Home is the best thing that the MCO has put out since Phase 3. Gotcha. But, like, ended. Um, I think Spider-Man No Way Home is, is the best. Um, but I think Hawkeye is the second. Because, uh, like, it just... It knew what it was. It didn't try to make giant stakes. It was just about a dude fighting fucking a mob boss that he didn't even want to be there for. It's just a dude being a guy. He just wanted to get home for Christmas. Yeah. And this dumbass kid found a suit... And decided to wear it to fight some crime. And he was like, God damn it. Now I got to fix this mess. And he just wanted to get home. Like, great. Perfect. She-Hulk also knew what it wanted to be. And and it makes jokes about the fact that everything needs to be gigantic in in the MCU. I think it, the, the biggest problem was the CGI. But that's not a fault of the VFX say, company yeah. that is the fault of time management or not management that is the MCU giving them the timeline that they gave giving them giving them literally no time right. to do anything um, and it'll just get better over time because they'll have more time to fucking work on it so right. like the more shield shows up I'm sure it'll be better um, and then and I think it knew what I it also, wanted to be and it was fun I, I, I also think they're at a disadvantage like you were saying because um, Professor Hulk just looks so good. They just had so yeah. much time to work on him that it looks so immaculate. Where, in comparison, She Hulk does look a little like off. Yeah, because like also arguably She Hulk is supposed to always be in She Hulk form. The only fucking reason she isn't is because they can't afford. Yeah, they no, couldn't, they, they, they don't the have the that. budget to. No, they had the budget. They didn't have the time. Right. <laughs> if they wanted to, they absolutely could put the money towards that. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's it's. It's just like, you know, it, it but I think it's it's good. I think it it put its place very well. I have it at 11th out of my MCU out of 38 of the MCU rankings. Um Hawkeye's 9 for me, Werewolf by Night's number 10. Like um and then at least if we're talking shows, it's it's Hawkeye Werewolf, if you count werewolf, it's technically like a special. So Yeah, I was going to say I think that's just like a short. Yeah, so Hawkeye Cuz it's only an hour. Yeah. Hawkeye, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Loki, WandaVision, 
um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Miss Marvel, and that's it. That's the that's the shows. Yeah, Miss Marvel's last for me. I just think it misses the mark on pretty much everything. I felt like Falcon and Winter Soldier was a little weak. I originally did not like Falcon and Winter Soldier. I thought it was pretty weak, and I thought the fight scenes were not good, um, which was which is a bummer because they should be. Right. Um. But then when I I, I recently recently like um few months ago i did a full mcu rewatch um just before thor love and thunder came out basically right and in my rewatch of falcon and winter soldier i was like oh this is actually pretty fucking good like it, it improved my opinion on it on quite the rewatch. a bit so yeah. maybe i should rewatch it because i only watched it when it, i think it first came out and i was just like yeah whatever you know what i mean right um yeah no i agree hold on one sec we're already 30 minutes in you want to just do another 30? No, I want to go home. Where I keep you, thinking you keep... you're going to wrap it up and then you won't wrap it up. We keep doing it. Wrap keep it going. up. I need to eat my dinner. You've already done I will in. kill you. Because I can't use this for a whole episode. This is okay. too much already. Why not? Just because make it a long ass episode. Cut us off right now. Michael, I will leave if you do not cut it off and you will have to cut it off without me, okay? No. I will take my computer <laughs> and go. Okay, fine. Uh, well, we have to finish the conversation. I know. We'll clap us in, and then we'll finish up. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. It. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm absolutely like a, uh, like a bitch for the MCU. So I'll keep watching shit, cause whatever. I feel like I've been but, watching shit more selectively as I go. Right. Just because I've been hitting like the the, the fatigue is real. But I, I'm not going to stop. You know right. what I mean? Like, Yeah. The fatigue has not gotten to me. Like, After Endgame, I was like, I am exhausted. It's like, it's certain things. Like, there are certain things that I'm absolutely getting less, like, patient with. Like, Eternals, I think, is garbage. I think Captain Marvel, bad Well, movie. Eternals, like, Eternals should have been a TV show. Eternals it, is also, A, they're not even interested in the comics. B, it's not even that it's a bad movie. It's it's worse than a bad movie. It's not interesting. No. It is boring. It's just, it's almost three hours of basically nothing because you have no reason to care about these characters because you spend the first half of the movie being like characters, characters, character, introduction, introduction, right? And then we get them all together and then they split up again. Yep. What the actual fuck? Why do I care what happens to these people? These literal gods. Just if everybody dies, I literally don't care. Also, the fucking ridiculousness of them being like, oh, end credit scene. Kid Harrington, he's secretly a superhero too. I was like, literally, go fuck yourself. Well, yeah, he's the Black Knight. I know, but I was like, I literally. And now, it here. and now we're probably not getting the Mahershali Blade. R.I.P. Yeah, who knows? Apparently, that movie or that TV show is like a mess. The oh, writing, and like production they, they, hell. They keep the, yeah, they keep like rewriting it. It's I feel like he'd be so good as he Blade. would, but apparently, it's just a travesty. And he's like, I don't want to keep doing this if you guys are gonna fucking like. Oh, uh, that's so unfortunate because I feel like the 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 Blade movies, like pre MCU Blade movies, are so ridiculous and like over the top and stupid. Right. But I feel like he could make. I mean, Blade in general is kind of ridiculous and over the top and stupid, but at least Mahersha—I can never pronounce this. Mahersha name. Ali. Yes, thank you. At least he can bring like a swag to it. You know what I mean? Right. Like he can make it cool and ridiculous and stupid, opposed to just ridiculous and stupid. Right. <laughs> um, I think he would 
make it very entertaining and fun to watch. I don't think I could ever fully be like, I'm invested in Blade as a character. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I do think him as Blade would be really fun. Yeah. Like every article about this thing is just like. Hot mess, um, hot mess, yeah, hot mess. Bit, yeah, they've been drop like they've been swapping directors and jumping around and stuff. Ooh, that is not a good sign. Yeah. So. So so have they been like trying to record certain episodes and it's just not working out, or I'm just not even sure they don't e- they haven't even gotten through like essentially the pilot. Not even sure. <laughs> I, I I I um. Oh, oh, no, oh, right. No, I forgot. It keeps jumping back and forth from film to TV show. It's out of film right now, and it's, Wait, it's set to be 2024. Wait, how fun would it be if you did, like, a 10-episode season that's, like, one through-line story, but 10 different directors for each episode? I know, that would probably be, like, be a, a total fucking, fucking nightmare, but how fun would that be? That would be an absolute mess. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it's a back to being a film, apparently. Rip. And it'll be the 36th film, and it's coming. Uh, a release date is still set to 2024. So apparently, was it originally slated to be a show? I think it's gone back and forth a few times. I don't. I don't understand what the problem is then, because they already have him signed, right? As Blade. Yeah. So why are they? I, keep I changing? don't. I don't think they can decide what would work best as a story. Gotcha. I don't know. So they're just a hot mess express. Yeah, bit. Awful. Hate to see it. Anyway, um, I'm I'm hoping that they bring back more Netflix actors, though. Is John Krasinski gonna come back as uh, Mr. Fantastic? Probably not. Oh, so he was just in that like alternate For timeline. For the most part, yeah, just as a fan service thing. Oh, I thought that was cute though. I like that. Kind of wish he would come back. Uh, apparently the director did it uh, just to appease fans. I guess that's he was fair. Just like fuck it, fine. Like we'll do Here it. You're not gonna get it anywhere else. I also, I think him and Emily Blunt would be good, Mister and Mrs. Fantastic. Uh, but you know, the, I guess I, they're just gonna do their own thing. I also am still kind of mad about um Captain Carter. Mm. Like the what if I think could have been way better. It was uh, just I think all of those what ifs were pretty bad, except for one of them. Like I don't think they were all bad. I just don't think like especially with hers. It was just watching, you know, Captain America, but, like, shorthand. Yeah. Like, it didn't provide any new uh, perspective on the character, if that makes sense. And then when we see her in Multiverse of Madness, she's just there and says, I could do this all day, and then gets fucking annihilated. Yep. And I'm like... All of those characters. That was just the whole joke was for them to be annihilated. Like I actually, I smartest I, man in the universe. He can kill you with a, with a any with a like a one word. Right. It's like, why would you say that? She didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, you could have just been like, hey, Black Bolt, say something. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, um, but no, I I personally I did like the um, Professor Xavier cameo, mm-hmm. and I liked him like entering her mind. I thought that was such a creative sequence. And that's my thing. I want them to do more creative things. You don't right. need... At this point in the MCU, you can be as, in my opinion, out there and creative and outlandish as you because want to be. Because most people are going to go fucking see your shit at this point. So like, Because it's not like you're not going to get the butts in the seats. Yeah, and if anything, you're going to get, get the, more if you start doing more different shit. <laughs> yeah, if you make everything super formulaic and look and feel the same, which 
I cannot stand the fact that they're making everything look the same. Yeah. Like, give me some variety. All, like, at this point, I just kind of hope that we get the Netflix casts back. Except for Iron Fist, which I feel bad to say about the Iron <laughs> Fist actor. But, like, Colleen Wing we should get back. Um, but I forget what the fuck his name is, but I just... Sorry, bud. R.I.P. R.I.P. Sucks to suck. I don't know what to tell you. But like, um, but Mike Coulter should come back as Luke Cage. Uh, Kristen Ritter should come back as Jessica Jones. She was so good at just, as Jessica the Jones. The only reason why I'm worried that they're not going to bring her back is because she just signed on for a... She's the lead actor in a, uh, like a Orphan Black spinoff show. Oh, So, like that just... She like that just, recently just got signed happen. in on for that, so people are like, "Shit!" Like she probably won't be. There's no way they're gonna be able to coordinate that. Right. I hope that that's Unless wrong. Unless they I just wait, but I think they're, they're not gonna wait that long. For I'm it. I'm hoping that they just can figure out a way to schedule. Right. Because she's fucking perfect. I as think Jessica she. Jones. I think she's like. In the way that people feel like Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, she is Jessica Jones. Same with like, with uh, Charlie Cox being Matt Murdock. Yeah, perfect, perfect cast. And I think I think Mike Coulter is also a perfect Luke Cage. Like I think he's great, and I think him and Kristen Ritter have great chemistry too with between them. And and Power Man and and Jessica Jones are like are married in the comics and have right. kids. Right, IRL so, like, couple yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, so like. Uh, I, I think that they have great chemistry, so I feel like that works really well. And, like, I just... They got basically everything right on Netflix, except Luke Cage's second half of the first season and the second season, and then also just complete... <laughs> <laughs> they got everything right, except for everything but the first, like, five no, no, episodes. No. They got everything right on uh, for Netflix. They got six and a half seasons right. Right. Of three shows. Okay, not bad. The second half... Of Luke Cage, not that great. Second season of Luke Cage was just kind of fine. And then Iron Fist was just bad, except for the actress that played Colleen Wing. Gotcha. Uh, she was great. Gotcha. Um, the best I didn't part, watch Iron Fist, so I don't even know. You don't need to. The best part of Iron Fist is a 20-second uh, like video that somebody puts into a TV screen or a TV VHS player. Of a 1920s Iron Fist running through the woods, beating the shit out of people. That is the <laughs> best part of both of those That's seasons. That's cute, though. I like that kind of like visual. Because it's an incredible fight scene. Right. I don't know who the fuck was in charge of that 20 seconds for this entire show. They nailed it. Right. Everything else is bad. The fight scenes and everything else are awful. Like, it's just like they fucked up everything on that thing. Uh, and I and I know that the guy that got cast as Iron Fist got screwed over because they didn't give him enough time to learn the choreography. I get it. I also just don't think he's a very interesting. Who was the guy that was cast? Uh, Sorry, I didn't I'll watch it, so I don't know like yeah, um, visually who I'm supposed to be thinking of. Um, his name is Finn Jones. Finn Jones. I don't know. Like, yeah. Show me a pic, please. Sure. Pull up. A pictorial, please. I don't know who that is. I don't know what he's really. He hasn't really been in much. Oh, do you think this was like his like breakout kind of? Nah, he's been in stuff, deal? but you know. Um, and also, Defenders was bad. Unrelated, but The Walking Dead finally ended. Did it? Yeah. Like 
completely like over. Like final season, final episode type deal shit. Wow. It's been like a hundred years. <laughs> sure has. <laughs> I know it hasn't been that long, but I feel like The Walking Dead has been around for as long as I have been watching television. I have dro- I dropped out of that so hard after like, I want to say I dropped that at around when when Steve died. Who's Steve? That's, sorry, not Steve. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I'm thinking of Steven Yeun, the actual actor. Um. The guy, the uh, the Asian guy who was um, had a kid with the farm girl. I don't watch The Walking Dead. Oh, you didn't watch any of it? No. Oh, well then. Uh, I've watched like bits and pieces of it, but I've I've not watched it enough to be like I know who these characters okay. are. Do you know who Negan is? The dude with the spiky bat. Is he the guy who's like not nice and he has a cowboy hat? Sure. And he's. He, you ever watch like Supernatural? A piece of shit. You ever watch Supernatural? No. Well, sure, yeah. I watched it when Negan, like, I think I watched wait, the wait, season wait, wait, after wait, Negan wait, showed wait, up. Wait, wait, hold on. What's Negan who I think is Rick? Yeah, you're explaining Rick, and he was Rick wasn't a bad guy. That's Negan? No. Okay, look up Rick. That's who I'm thinking you're of. You're thinking of the main character until he left? No, no, no. Who was the guy that was, like, not nice and trying to be a mayor or something? And he had his own, like, colony of people. Oh, the, like, original dude of Alexandria? In, like, the season one. No, in season one. I don't know. I'm just picturing a guy with a cowboy hat, and he was not nice. That's all I know. I know that's very vague, but that's it. That's the only description I can give you. I have no idea. Absolutely zero. Um, Anyway, (laughs) moving on. I think I watched... One the season immediately following when Negan shows up and then kills um, Glenn's character. That's the character's name, Glenn. Who's Glenn? The Asian guy. Yes. Oh, R.I.P. Glenn. When he dies, uh, I think I watched the season after that and it stopped. Okay, who's the guy with the long hair? He's like really important. He's been in the show the whole time. His name is not Rick. Daryl. Daryl. That's it. Doesn't he have a son and the son dies? No, no, Rick has the son and the son dies. Daryl doesn't have any kids. I thought Daryl had a son or like a surrogate son and no. he was like trying to take care of him and teach him how to kill off the zombies. No. And then the surrogate son dies and no. it's like a whole thing. If that happened, it was after I watched and I watched till like and season six. It was like six. a young kid. Like Carl? Show me Carl. Jesus Maybe it's Christ. Carl. If it's Carl, then it's not, then it's fucking Rick. <laughs> This is my the main character. This is my extremely vague memory of like five episodes of The Walking Dead. So that's not Daryl's kid. No, that's he Rick's looks just kid. like Daryl. It's Rick's kid. He looks identical to Daryl. Jesus Christ! He's even got the long hair. Oh wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Look up what? Walking Dead guy with hat. Trust me, it will come up. And then go to Google Images, and I'll show you which one I'm talking about, because you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> you're, I hate this. you're so upset. <laughs> right, right. I love it here. Okay, hold on. Guy with hat. Um, yeah, this is the guy with the hat. No, that's not the guy with the hat. I'm sorry. You just look kind of similar. Same kind of vibe, but that's the wrong guy. Hold on. 
I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything about this. Oh, wait. Yeah, this is the guy with the hat. He doesn't have a hat in this picture. But hold on. That guy. Rick, the main character. So <laughs> He's he, not a bad guy. So who's the bad guy? It changes every season. No, I, I distinctly remember a guy who looked like Rick, but he had a hat and he was not nice and he was trying to kill everybody else. How many seasons did you watch? You're Let me not ask talking you about this dude. Bitch. Uh, no, that guy does not have a hat, as you can see. Neither so that's not who I'm talking dude about. fucking that you were pointing no, I'm at. I'm telling you, the guy looked like Rick, but obviously it's not Rick. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I'm just saying, how many seasons did you watch? <sighs> Apparently, season seven. Okay, I don't know when... I feel like the not nice guy was in the earlier seasons. You're giving me nothing. <laughs> it's all I know. Well, you, but you're expecting me to okay. know what you're talking okay, okay, about. Okay, okay, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He had his own like compound of people. Every season is that. Okay, he had his own compound of people, and some people tried to come to the compound, and he didn't want them to come, and he was being really mean about it, and they were like having a fight about being allowed okay, in. Governor. Oh, maybe that's right. Hold on. Show me what he looks like. <laughs> this dude? No. Okay. Well, then I literally know. <laughs> I don't remember him having an eye patch. <laughs> I don't think he had an eye patch. Are you sure it wasn't Rick? Rick wasn't crazy? Yes. I am so positive. <laughs> was there someone who looked like Rick who was crazy? And people in the show were like, yeah, he's a crazy son of a bitch. Shane? Maybe. Show me Shane. That, that Shane is by fucking, is the dude that plays the Punisher. In I don't the know TV who show. that is. God, John Bernthal. I don't know who that is. You could say anything. <laughs> I, I know very, I, I'm very bad at um, faces and names, if that makes sense. You can do it. I believe in you. I just, I hate you. Um, nope. Okay. Then you know what? <laughs> You're making it up. No, I'm not making it up. This is just like an extremely vague, vague, vague memory of a show I didn't watch. You know what I mean? You're making it up. I'm not making it up. Wait, who's the guy with the bat? That's Negan? Yes. No, it wasn't Negan. Maybe yeah. his name was something like Paul. You're just, you're the worst. Or, or, um, was there like a Dave? Or, or like a Jeffrey? This is apparently every fucking villain. Okay, show me all the villains. Just, there you go. Okay, let's see. Do any of these ring a bell? <sighs> I would like to point out to the audience that Sage was complaining about wanting to end this episode 30 minutes ago. Um, and she is the one that's kept this going. Okay, maybe it was the guy with the iPad. We're basically filming a second episode here. And uh, now she has to commit because there's only 20 minutes left. So I'm really sorry, but I, I know for a fact. So welcome to a second episode that, this that I'm going to have to do an intro and outro for. Th that this character existed and it might be Mr. Eyepatch. It has to be. He feels like a winner. I think it was Mr. Eyepatch, but did he have the eyepatch the whole time? I don't know. I, it's been since that season came out that I watched it. I think... I don't know, though. Hold on. Who's this guy? 
why can't why doesn't this open up the picture <sighs> so okay. anyway this is, is we were filming one episode which was is uh, it this guy who's that that's negan Oh. The dude with the bat. Okay, maybe it was Negan. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> That's where we started. I know, but the first picture you showed me didn't look like him. I showed you all of the pictures of him. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Mike is so upset. His voice has gone high. We're filming a second episode. Well, I mean, there's 20 minutes left. Uh, this isn't my fault. It is. You start. I, I, I phrased it as okay. Well, and then you made, you changed the topic. I was oh, going you're to right, end I it. I did because I mentioned that the walk. So this dead is ended. your fault. I'm really sorry. So now we're going into do. This is a second episode. This is your well, fault. Why don't you tell me about the Walking Dead then? I don't remember much about the Walking Dead. I remember Daryl was very good. Apparently, he became a garbage character in the later seasons. All right. Not because he became like. An bad actual guy. bad person, but because his writing got horrible because they didn't know how to write him anymore. But, like, isn't that true with all of... Like, I feel like wasn't that a general consensus with the show? If that makes sense. I... Like, it, it hit its stride, hit its peak, and then it just started going downhill, no? Pretty much, yeah. There was, there was a point when Glenn... Glenn basically should have died at one point. And then it was such a hand-wavy reason why he didn't. And it's because everybody loved his character. He right. was like the fan-favorite character, basically, right. behind Daryl. And it became such a hand-wavy reason why he didn't die. And then Negan showed up, and he kills Glenn, because he already got, like, hand-waved off. Because so Negan were like, is evil. Yeah. Um, and then, once Glenn died, it was just very, eh. So, I think I watched the last... I watched three episodes within the last season. This is basically the only context I know about The Walking Dead. And they're in this, like, haven compound, essentially. Right. Um. Oh, but wouldn't you know it? The people that run the compound are evil. Right? Mm-hmm. Which I feel like, is that not just, like, Every time. The core theme of the show. Every time is that humans are evil and then they go and find they find the humans and like Um but yeah, so like this compound has a military and Daryl is a part of it, but like begrudgingly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then there's some stuff that happens and then like the woman who runs the compound, her son gets turned into a zombie. So you she uses her zombie son to torture her enemies. Essentially, yeah, it's weird. And I was like, what the actual fuck? And I do remember this specific scene where there was this girl and a guy and another guy whose leg was broken and they're like hobbling along and they're at a, what do you call it? That's Renaiss the prison, I believe. Renaissance fair. They make their way to an abandoned Renaissance fair, essentially. Like, you know what a Renaissance fair looks like? Yes. Okay. Imagine one of those, but there's nobody there. Okay. So they make it to a renaissance fair location, but then a bunch of zombies come. And I I felt like they should have died, and they just didn't for no reason. I was like, all of y'all should be fucking zombie meat right now. Why are you still alive? Right. Like, the vibe I got that it was a little too, like, hand-wavy, if that makes sense. Like, I wasn't into it. But I also have never seen, like, the earlier seasons. The first season is, like... Some of the greatest television. 
Right. Like, hands down. Um, And, like, it still stays pretty good. Like, season seven, where Negan shows up and kills Glenn, is also pretty good. Um, because it, it, it reintroduces the stakes. It kills Glenn off, which was... It had to basically be Glenn because he was the one that everyone wanted. Like, it was never going to be Daryl because Daryl literally carried the show. Right. Um, And everyone loved Glenn, but he got hand-waved alive, like, one too many times. And so it had to be him, basically, which sucks. Like, they had no choice. Yeah. Um, And... Like, it should have been some other characters. Cause also, it was, like, other what, characters. What, was it hand-wavy in the way that, like, later seasons Game of Thrones is hand-wavy? If that makes sense. Mm, basically, he got overrun, and then he hid. He, like, fell off of a, like, Small ladder cliff. or something and into a pile of zombies. Like, into a pile of zombies. Okay, so he's dead. Right. And then the next episode, or two episodes, it might have been a little bit. I don't remember. Right. But um, it, like, cuts to him, and it's when he falls. And he falls, and he knocks over a bunch of them when he falls down. And then he's next to a dumpster, so he, like, rolls under the dumpster and then just, like, stays under the dumpster where they can't reach him until they go away. I understand. So he should have died, but he didn't. Yeah. It's like Arya in the chase scene with the waif. Yeah. Like, that bitch is not alive. Arya should have been dead so many times. Oh, my God. But that's the most egregious, is it not? Arya should have been dead so many times. All of the Starks, for the most part, should have been fucking dead. Like, I mean, most of the Starks are dead. Let's be real. That's also true. <laughs> and then and then you forget about... Rickon? Rickon. And then he's all of a sudden actually still alive. And you're like, oh, right, that guy. And then he gets shot with an arrow. And you're like, oh, right, you're that like, guy. Oh, uh, yes, the character that had literally... Zero impact on this story. <laughs> literally. I don't remember. Did he do anything in the no, first season? No, he did literally nothing the entire time. And they carry, they care so little about him that when Arya comes back to the North, I think in season seven. Something like that. They don't even tell them, tell her that Rickon is dead. Oh, yeah. That's how little he matters. Like, like that good for that kid. He got a fucking check. You know, yeah, like he, he got, got he, a, he got multiple seasons of, of of Game of Thrones money. He got a check, but also Rickon is so pointless. They don't even tell the sister he's dead. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. If I'm a Stark and I show up back to the home and you just see who's there, you're like, oh, they're all dead. All you're right. like, I would just assume they're dead. Yeah, like <laughs> you know, if I'm a Stark, I assume everyone's dead until I see them. Well, because no, at that point, who was. The only ones that were dead was Rob and Rickon. Uh, well, the mom and the dad and the, uh, that's true. Mom and dad were dead. And the Theon was still alive though, who technically yeah, wasn't a star. Yeah, but they hated Theon anyway. Um, were the, did they know if John was alive or not? Yeah, because Sansa was there when he took back Winterfell. Right. So she knew he was alive. But they Arya didn't, probably I don't didn't. think they knew uh, Bran was alive, though. I think John knew Bran was alive, but Sansa didn't know if he was alive. Yeah, but also, who the fuck cares about Bran? Bran? Bran. Bran. Whatever, Bran. 
<laughs> Who the fuck cares about him? He was such an uninteresting character. He got less and less interesting because that was his power. I mean, they just chose to essentially make him, I think, a very underwhelming version of that kind of character trope, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like, his character is to be detached, which I, mean, I get. But the problem with writing detached characters is that they can become very easily ungodly boring. I think the problem is they they made him so immensely powerful in this universe um, that they truly didn't know how to power scale it. Right. Because outside of Daenerys and Melisandre, everybody else is just a person. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so you can't have a literal god. I forget. Could Daenerys be hurt by fire? No. Not at all? No. Okay. That's the whole point. Right. I remember she went into that fire, but then I couldn't remember if that was like always a thing. No, yeah, because in in season one, before she has the dragons, right. when um, Cal Drogo kills her brother, mm -hmm. she says he wasn't a dragon, right? Because dragons aren't hurt by their own fire, obviously. And the whole thing with like Targaryens is the one that's the real dragon can't be hurt by flames okay um and then when cal drogo dies and they burn his body she goes into the pyre yes with the eggs mm -hmm. and that's how she gets the dragons yes right I've and that's why the rest like so she has like a small number of like the um dothraki horde that was like originally following cal drogo Right. Like a small number of them stay with her after he dies because they don't recognize her as their leader. So the majority of them leave. Right. Mm -hmm. But the ones that see her come out of the pyre with the dragons stay with her after that. They're like, oh, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. What the fuck is Darnaris' brother's name again? Viserys. Viserys? Yeah. I fucking don't even remember that. Oh, yeah. That totally is his name. <laughs> Did you think I was lying? I don't know. I just kind of fucking forgot about it. He gets, like, gold poured on him, right? Or something? Yeah, because he's, like, making a whole stink about, like, Cal Drogo not, like, um, holding up his end of the bargain about giving him, like, an army and, like, how he deserves to wear, like, the golden crown and this, that, the other thing. And Cal Drogo's like, you want a crown? I got you, boo. And then he takes a bunch of, like, gold that I guess they, like, stole and melts it down and, like, pours it on him. And right. kills him with it with like melted gold. God, I'm like watching. Which is a very unique way to kill someone. It really is. I'm like watching this clip and I forgot how season one looked of Game of Thrones. Uh, dark and grainy. Yeah. Yeah. Sure does. Um. And also just it just tits everywhere. Yeah, I feel like season one, and it's funny because I feel like season one of House of the Dragon. I feel like they really toned it down. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. the amount of titties is far less. Really? Well, by the end of the Game of Thrones, it was also much less, too. Not even by the end. I feel like at least... By halfway. Halfway. Yeah, around there. You they know. definitely changed their tone. Yeah, significantly. But it got more uh, bloody. Yes. In turn. Less titty, more blood. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like... House of the Dragon is actually probably the same. Less titty, more blood. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, at the very least, 
it gave us um it gave us uh Jason Momoa. Oh yeah. So wait, so now that I think about it, so if they can't be killed by their own fire, would that mean if you poured gold on Darnaris it wouldn't do anything? No, it's 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 Gold is not fire. No, I know, but but you. What she says is, I guess she's not. He's not the dragon, right? No, no. Oh, I she's just saying, saying he's not the dragon because she knows she is. Oh. She already figured out she can't be hurt by fire. Okay. I was like, so if you just fucking pour molten lava on this no. girl, she'd be fine. No. <laughs> like she's <it> just. just <laughs> she's just saying he was no dragon because she knew she was. Hmm. Yeah. Couldn't you just test that like immediately? Any child that's born, just fucking, like, hold them by the leg and put them over fire. And if they're fine, they're fine. I mean, I <laughs> guess, but it's also more like a folktale. Hmm. I don't think it was a super literal thing, especially because they were the only two of, like, the Valyrian blood left. Hmm. Um, and I think by the time it got to their line, it was probably, like, a... Um, what do you call it? Like a superstition? That's mm. the wrong yeah, word. Yeah, like it wasn't, it was so not a thing anymore. Like passed down through generations right. kind of storytelling where probably most people didn't believe it. Right. So why are you going to be throwing your babies into the fire to test if they're the dragon? You know what I mean? Every kid just, Hoop. survival of the fittest. <laughs> nope, they're dead. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so no, it was not a literal thing of that. Gotcha. Uh, so, you know, then I guess that makes Jon Snow just impervious to snow. I mean, kind of. He did fall into, like, like Antarctic ice water fully clothed. Sure did. And submerged and didn't die. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess you're not wrong. Do you think his wife ever just says you know nothing, Jon Snow, to him? Because they are. I kind of hope she doesn't. <laughs> I, I can't, because... <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't think you don't, you don't think if you met your husband while like doing some kind of big acting thing that you wouldn't just quote it, the the one thing you said to him over and over again? No, I think that would be weird. Cause she, I mean, she doesn't really try to kill him, but like, you know what I mean? Maybe they're into that. <laughs> Attempted murder is my kink. Hey man, there's someone out there for everyone. <laughs> They got to they got to role play it in a TV show. That's the best they're gonna get. I get. I mean, yeah, I can't blame them. But you know, and now everything's pretty vanilla from here. <laughs> <laughs> Only missionary from here on out, honey. <laughs> it's missionary or uh, middle of the wilderness hot springs. Yeah, I feel like the latter sounds pretty awesome. No, they weren't even in the middle of the wilderness. They were, um, they on, were the on the other side, side of the wall. wall. Yeah. So Antarctica hot springs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just just in Antarctica. Also, nude imagine hot how awful it must feel getting out of the water. Awful. Like the water is warm. <laughs> Nothing else is. Well, it's like getting into a hot tub in the middle of winter. Yeah, and then you're just prickly. Yeah, it's the worst. But like even worse because I feel like. I mean, it's definitely way colder there wait, than it was here. Would you? Could that like send? I feel like that would send your body into shock. No. No, because it still takes the time for it to, like, you get out and you're like, oh, shit. But, like, it's not. I guess. It still has to, like, get off of you. The Where the di Yeah, the difference is jumping into cold, not standing up from hot to cold. Okay, that, that makes sense. Um, Because, like, 
you're submerging your body in cold. Right. It's like versus encapsulating. Just, yeah. You. Versus the air. Because like it's it's the the shock is is not actually the dangerous thing. The shock is the fact that because like when you get shock, it's a <gasps> right. And so it's dangerous because you're going into the cold water and then you breathe in water. Right. Like I guess theoretically you could probably get shock from standing up from hot to cold, but you're not gonna die. Yeah, I was gonna say it's probably just less extreme because you're just gonna go. <gasps> <laughs> and then just like maybe be locked Actually, up for a you second. Turn like, into like a cartoon icicle. Yeah. Um, but like, because I've gone in a hot tub when it was like, it was, what was it? it? It wasn't negative, but it was like one or two degrees or something. Literally, why? That uh, sounds so awful. I so it was during like well, like when I was way younger, um, and it was when I still did sports, and like I was just super sore, and I just like. I and and uh, just take a hot shower, my dude. I was just like fuck it. So and it was like snow and whatnot. So I was just like I walked out, got in the hot tub, and then uh, I was in there for a bit, and then like stood up, and it was the worst. And then you just had to walk your feet on the snow like into the house. That um, sounds awful. I mean, it's you know, I guess it's the it's it's like going from a hot shower and then taking a cold shower to end it. I don't do that. Oh, I I'm do. not a psycho. Well, A, it wakes you up. B, it's cold water and cold baths. I take baths a shower are... to go to sleep. Oh, I do it in the morning, so. Oh. I shower in the morning. I don't. Uh, and then um, also like cold water baths, ice baths are actually like really good for you. I know. I used to do them a lot when I did cross country. Uh, if I never have to do one again, I'll be okay with it. <laughs> yeah, but they are apparently very good for yeah, health Yeah, they're supposed to be, like, super healing for your body. But, like, they... I remember at my school, we, you know, we had, like, ice bath. I don't know what you call it, like... Ice bath. Yeah. Um, but they gave you these funny little toe pads so your toes wouldn't get hypothermia. Mm. Which was smart, because I would never even think of that. Right. But also, you feel ridiculous putting on this tiny little thing, being like, "What the fuck is this going to do for my little tozy wozies?" Right. Yeah, because um, apparently, I think the I was like reading this uh, article about it recently, and the science behind it was like, um, basically, if you spent eleven minutes total in a week in like ice bath, so not one thing right. uh, every day, it was like eleven minutes total. The like. Um, the beneficial views of like um, of dopamine, like mental, like and physical, like well being, like uh, and whatnot. It was like increased quite substantially, and it was like, huh, I don't want to do that, but that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but like, I'll, I kind of, a lot of people even say they're like a good way to build yourself up to it is take your shower and then end it cold, and I don't do it because of that. I just do it because, like, it wakes me up and also, um, you know, hot water is also not really great for your body right? and whatnot. And it, like, it just... It's also not good for your hair, fun fact. Yeah. Um, Also, it helps you, um, I don't, the the, the cold baths also help you with, like, your tolerance to cold, obviously. I guess that kind of makes sense. Right. So, like, you get much better at being able to be in cold, like, weather. Right. Um, So... I don't know. I, I, I find it kind of interesting. Um, but yeah. Hey, that's two episodes. Woohoo! You didn't even want to do that. 
Well, and then here you we are. forced it into it. I know. I'm so sorry. You did it to yourself, so I you can't be mad at me. Um. Oh, hey. Uh, I'm gonna have to do an intro and outro. Um. Yeah, but Two just outros. just just outro us here, and then you can fix it in post. Well, I have to do it. I have to do two outros, one intro. You okay. have to be here for both. Oh, okay, whatever. Um, hey, remember that time I was talking about how I got to record multiple intros and outros? <laughs> hey, we just did here that. Here we are. Here we are. So here's the outro for this episode because we're we're really good. I I do at like planning. that these will come out not sequentially, nope, not so people all. are gonna be like, "What the actual fuck?" We have to re-record an older episode because it just didn't really like work out very well. Yeah. Um, so th you, this episode, but this episode, I feel like was good with yeah. the MCU chat. That was fun. Yeah. I think this episode is, this is going to be like beforehand. Yeah. So, uh, which is also why I'm not entirely sure what episode number it is. So, Hey, we'll thanks put it for on watching. the screen. However much time and what show you're supposed to be watching. Well, we know what show it is. It's still Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, I guess it might not be. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, all right. Hey. Spoiler alert if we didn't do the previous anime club. Yeah, all right. So, um, hey, you see what episode number this is. So, uh, like, it's in the screen. So, whatever episode number it is, you have that. If it's a, however many away it is from five or zero, you have that much time to watch whatever <laughs> the anime club is. Whatever show we might be watching next. Yeah, uh, promise, you know, it's not, we're going to be more clear about this from the future. I just, we got yeah. a little mixed up in our recordings. Yeah, a little, um, a little tangled. Yeah, but uh, hey, thanks for watching. Don't forget to leave a uh, uh, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, if you're listening to us, review, follow, uh, and like. Couldn't remember what you're it was. Doing great. Don't forget to check out Cat at Cat the Moonstar on Twitch, and that'll be the end of this episode. So we will see you guys next week for whatever episode that is. <laughs> bye. Bye bye. Excellent work, Michael. <laughs>